2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, Arnold Palmer Invitational Picks Preview, one and done. We got it all here for you. And the biggest thing, because Jeff Feinberg is in the studio, so he would know this, he just spent the last 30 seconds eyeing down my peeling skin?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I got a side profile, and you might have caught me staring like he had a third head or something.
2: Well, the good thing is it's much worse on this side than it is on this side. So the camera picks me up more on this side. So I'm hiding (laughs) like... Paul described it as a tire tread yesterday,
1: (laughs) but it's not great news. I'm happy with the color I got. Most people would say none. Maybe my wife would say a little too much, but uh, I'm pleased. You got it good, though.
2: This is, I mean, I don't enjoy burning and then peeling, because I do rarely burn uh, and then end up peeling. Normally, I use sunscreen. Didn't think it was going to be that hot. But this is like the way that I tend to tan. Like, two days from now, it's going to be like a nice brown color, and I'll be good to go. I'll look like... I have this uh, uncle. He spends, like, half of his time in Florida throughout the course of the year. He's, like, 70 now. A lot
1: of Canadians that age will do that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, like, you see him, and he's, like, horribly unhealthy. Like He smokes, (laughs) he drinks, he, like, has this, like, vodka gut that he has going. But, like, he has, like, a nice brown, like, crispy tan at all times. He looks kind of vibrant. Yeah. Makes him look younger than he is until that day, like, where it hits, and then you look, like, 20 years older than you are.
1: I'm the total opposite. I... I don't really tan. I just get red. And I just try to keep my level of red. Like, I'm polar bear white. So,
2: So here's what I want to tell the people listening and viewing right now. Apologies for this coming out on a Tuesday. I think it all worked out, though, because Rick and I got to do, like, a first look through the DraftKings board, which I found incredibly helpful, to tell you the truth, because it wasn't like, oh, here are our picks. Here we go. It's like, hey, what about this guy? What about this guy? And then we dig into him a little bit. So, I really enjoyed doing that process with Rick. That show is out right now on the video and podcast feeds. However... If you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars on today's show, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle, something you like about the show, boom, you're in the draw. You want to get into a $20 giveaway? Smash the like button for the video. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Give me a winner for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. That easy. You'll be in the draw for $20 DK. Other things, the Pat Mayo Experience open on DraftKings is live. The link is in the description of this video and podcast. Let's fill that up. FantasyNational.com slash PME will get you 20% off to the most comprehensive stat database in the world for Fantasy Golf, plus all the tools like the simulator, ownership projections, lineup generators. It really makes your week easy. A lot of winners last week from Fantasy National and viewers of the show. We went over them yesterday. We usually do that with me and you, but there's a lot of winners. A lot of people hit J outright, including us. Live chat returns next week for the Players' Championship. Wednesday at noon with myself and tentatively Reed Feller but he might be on location I don't know so I don't know if he's gonna be able to do it but we'll be doing a live chat at noon either way and Cut Sweats Live returns is. for the Players Championship next Friday probably I don't know like four fifteen p.m. 4 p.m.
1: a lot of maybe yeah
2: four maybe even a little earlier Maybe we'll see how like Thursday goes, yeah. and like when that ends, and then we'll try to do like two and a half hours, something like that. And we'll have uh, the same thing as usual. Like we'll be watching it, you'll be sweating a guy in the lead by eight shots, and be like, "I can't believe he didn't make eagle."
1: Well, <laughs> because it all matters, Pat. Because I can vividly remember last year, and now it's really a common theme. In loving my cut sweat last year. Tommy Fleetwood was firing early in the players, as I recall, and and there's the weekend. But uh, moving on, it was a. As great as the weekend was, it still, like, hurt my heart to see Tommy, like, fall back. But money counts more. That, that is very. Money strange. counts. This is
2: what we're Tommy we're don't pay for.
1: the mortgage. No, somebody pays the mortgage <laughs> right
2: now. But I love Tommy, love Tommy. If you want to hear about the Arnold Palmer Invitational, hit the time codes. And it will be listed when we start to get to the yeah. Arnold Palmer Invitational. Because we got a lot to get through. We've got to recap our weekend. We were both in Florida. We met everyone. We'll talk about that. Maybe some Azinger. Action Network has a deal with the PGA tour, which I think is very encouraging for everything moving forward. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Number one, though, I enjoyed that when there was yelling in Tommy's backswing, people just assumed it was you, and that really cracked me up. And I was like, Jeff's got a bit more class than that. I don't know how You were talking to Mackenzie Hughes' mom.
1: Firstly, I was at the moment. We can get to that story. Um, but I don't two years ago I was at the Honda, JT had someone kicked out instantly. It's Feinberg, blah, blah, blah. People need to realize I have a great time when I'm at the golf, but I know exactly what I'm doing at all times. At all times. I am not mashed potato loser. I like give these guys encouragement well after post shot on their walks. That's it. If I saw one of those people, I'd get them kicked out. I pointed to the cop. I was like one and a half feet from an officer. Uh, While that shot was happening. And I was at the green. um, Didn't even know where it was. People, like I was at the green side. How far right into the water did that go? Because I'm like, like we're all like, where is it? Where is it? And like people like with higher up in the like bleachers at that point are letting us know it's in the water. I didn't even believe it. I thought he like went into a bunker.
2: Apologies for the delay in the bars and tones, but... I think we've solved our black flash problem. So the audio and the video will be back restored to normal. The shot on 18 with Tommy, he just overcut it. Well, he didn't miss it by, like, he missed it by a bunch. But, like, you could see it on the shot tracer. It was like, Roo. it was like basically every one of my drives when we played together yeah, on the weekend.
1: Like, it's going right. Nothing to brag about here, bro.
2: But it was a tricky situation. I ended up catching out Sungjae before the end, after he finished on 18 and before Tommy had played 17. Uh, they were giving me thirty three to one on the thirty five to one bet. I was like, if Fleetwood somehow makes birdie um, on seventeen, like I'm gonna like melt down here. Like I just, I was melting down as it was when Sungjae was <laughs> playing eighteen. That like I, I, couldn't handle the stress. So I was like, you know what? I'll give up the two points. I feel like an idiot in retrospect, but no. most people bet it at like twenty eight anyway. I, yeah. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. And as uh, well, Kenny and I and Tambo, I think the first night that we were there, we were talking on the Thursday night and we all, we were looking at the odds we were looking at fantasy national and we're like sunface ball striking is out of control let's re let's re bet him at 66 let's do that so we got on that too which was really nice
1: there were a lot of big tickets uh
2: it was a community win
1: i was in the group like we were
2: you guys were so fired up on 17
1: we were so fired up but here's the other part when he stuck it on 15 we were lucky that no one was on the tee uh there was I, there was nothing happening like the place exploded and this la- really sour old lady beside us is, just go follow him on the course if you like him so much. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm here, baby. Uh, I'm here. No, it was great setup. on seven, 17 was, was wild. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, not me. Mackenzie Hughes' mom on 18. Great moment. So I'm like at... 18 green side. I get to, like, real front. I can't, like, see where he is. The shot you thought might have hit me. Yeah. Uh, he's off by the stanchion. And then I'm literally in front of the rule official's cart. Thank you for reminding me. So the players don't only take the week off. Slugger White's not even at the Honda. What? I don't know, I didn't even see Slugger. I got his name right, right? I think so. Yeah.
2: You'd be surprised how little I care about the rules
0: officials.
1: But you see this guy always. I didn't see him around. There were a lot of rulings, especially on 17, all day. I uh, wanted guys to take their shoes off. No, no one did it. Um, so the rule official comes back to the cart, and I'm like, hope you gave a good ruling. He goes, uh, uh, I hope so, too. And I go, actually, I got money on Sungjae, so I hope you didn't. And then the lady literally like, couldn't have been any closer to me. It's like... I got the other guy. I turn and look at her. It's like a stone cold, like copy. It's like Mackenzie Hughes, mom. Like you just tell she's wearing like a credentialed pass. um, But like, you just look at her face. She
2: is the only person in the crowd cheering for Mackenzie Hughes.
1: I I didn't even really hear her cheering, but like, you just like looked at her face, like took the comment, saw a credentialed badge, like a Canadian in Florida makes perfect sense. She'll follow Sun during the Florida swing. Um, Anyhow, uh, and then, yeah, we just got, uh, I'm like, uh, like, then it got like awkward for like four seconds. I'm like, oh, you're like, just a good Canadian boy. And then it's like, I used to work at the score. Uh, cause they're his, uh, yes. chess sponsor. And I'm like, you're, and she's like, yeah, none of these, they're all great guys. I'm like, you're right. They're all great guys. She's like, none of them want, none of them want to melt down like, you're right. They all try so hard. They're so good. It was like, just so weird. Like, you're a, you're a good Canadian mom. She's like, I'm a fantastic Canadian mom. I'm like, you're absolutely right. And then the whole just played out and we said our goodbyes and it was a good, good week. But, but yeah, when, and I guess that was just.
2: When you're on 17 and Sanjay sticks it and you guys are like fired up, what happens when Mackenzie makes his 50 foot putt?
1: Guys were cheering, even with imbets, not me. I'm not here for that.
2: Like, how much pressure was in that Sung Jae putt though? Because it was like seven feet. It,
1: tons it wasn't. Of pressure. A, it wasn't
2: a gimme. Tons of pressure, and he was making them all day except for like the 13 and 14. Th- there was
1: one par putt or something, a five and a half foot or something. Well, he went for par.
2: 13 and 14. Like he just, he just basically burned the edges to go bogey, yeah. bogey, and fell back. I was like, oh no, it's all happening again. I can't handle this. No,
1: tons of pressure, and you could see Mackenzie's from like, a, for me, like three and a half feet out. At least the angle, like this thing was center cut, and then you saw him caulk cocked the arm and oh you couldn't help but respect it well, and what a great funny, effort it, and a season saving yeah uh incident for mackenzie that dude. basically so, gets him
2: his card yeah. back for next year great
1: fantastic happy but i tell you when he hit in that bunker shot
2: but like, he didn't there was no fist pump with the bunker there was nothing like was that like, oh my god he was just happening. like all right here we go but they were like he was fired yep. up on 17 and no
1: one listen if Steele or hughes won There'd have just been carnage, at least in like the group I was with. Everyone would have put their hands in their pocket and felt nothing but their dick because all the money's gone. Like draft can't like everything was get would have gotten roasted by those two. Uh, What's it like cheering against Tommy Fleetwood? I've never really caught myself cheering against it. Maybe there was one like really awkward up and down. Uh, where I'm like, okay, like I'm happy it's like 20 feet for par instead of like eight. Because if he misses, like, oh, he's not as, yeah, it was a real heart weird moment, man. Like, but I don't know. Guy's got to get off. He's going to get there. He's got to get there. It's too good. you got going to do it this week? I think it's very possible. And I they- think it's very possible. Firm, hard, fast. He loves the course. Like he loves the Honda. As Caddy says, his favorite course out there. And Bay Hill has a lot of similar qualities. Not as hard. And I feel like he crushed it in the early rounds last year at Bay Hill, too. He, didn't, he, he, was, was, he was there at the end. Oh, my God. He was always on a tear during the Florida swing. No, early. I feel I want to say he was there early with Rafa. He
2: was. Last and year. They, yeah, he still ended up finishing in the top five, I think. But he is, could. Him and Rory couldn't get anything going on Sunday.
1: Sounds uh, accurate. But I don't know, man. Kenny is a trip. <laughs> like, watching Kenny with the – he's yelling at them in Korean – uh, even like K. H. Lee, also like anybody. He was uh, when I saw him on Thursday night. So
2: one is the quintessential Kenny story because I I flew in late. My flight got like delayed like four separate times. You got delayed coming out. Yeah, I got delayed going down. So I ended up instead of going to flying into Palm Beach, I flew into Fort Lauderdale. Like, there was a flight just leaving. I was like, can I get on this flight? They're like, yeah, whatever. So I ended up taking, like, an Uber from Fort Lauderdale to Palm Beach. So I showed up a bit after everyone. I was staying with Rick, and Rick ended up going to Guphead everyone over. And, like, everyone was over there. You were over there. So I was probably an hour and a half behind Rick. And Rick told me when he walked in the door, the only thing he saw was Kenny (laughs) in a towel. That's it.
1: (laughs) Kenny lives the brand. He really does. Yeah, like like I try very hard, like to keep it as real as possible. But I don't think anyone can like get to like it's no, it's as real as it gets.
2: I do want to give a shout out to Joe and Barrow for well, putting all that together. Over thirteen thousand dollars raised.
1: Yes, pretty I good. I think an, that's not
2: like cheap to put together either. Like there's expenses. No,
1: those. that there was definitely an effort that. Um, went into making that happen. And those guys put in time and effort into doing that. So they definitely deserve a special shout out. And honestly, I got to say like meeting Gup again, getting to hang with him again was like, I don't know. The guy is like first class as far as I'm concerned. He's such a good guy. He made a lot of that happen the Friday night uh, at the drive shack he sponsored. So that was like, that was, that was incredible. That was incredible and everything that he puts out in this, you know, the group of guys. I don't know. They all seem to uh, – This hey, little-like thing my, my, that he's my, built is my t- is smaller than little, but it's 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 really incredible, like, to see an experience firsthand. My, and I'm not kidding. My, it's special. Like,
2: there was, like – I think there was, ended up being, like, 90 people there over the weekend. Um, everyone's basically the same person, as it turns out, that covers golf.
1: Yeah, I would say <laughs> so. Even my yeah, even the job, – I'm like – I always make my a joke uh, with my wife. You know, she's you had to
2: bring your wife to Drive Shack just to prove this was a real thing.
1: Well, she just wanted to like see it, you know, because we've been out before and people have like you know wanted to you know hang out or go for a drink or play around, and she's always worried like I'm gonna get murdered. I always be like, I don't do a wrestling podcast. Like everyone's the same. Like we're pretty level headed. Yeah, we're all pretty uh, from the same back. I was like, we're all like. Seems like everyone is like.
2: Like, 30 to
1: 45. Yeah, like married white. with kids. Except white, for Kenny. Except for Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pretty much like the standard. <laughs> Kenny's rocks. Um, yeah, so she just, and it was, a tr- it was a trip for me, and it was a trip for her to experience Friday night. I don't know. It's like weird because she knows the real me, and then there's just there's like grown men strangers with their own real lives telling her like how much they love me one guy, like, wants to invite me to his wedding in Nashville and pretty much offered me his wife. Oh, jeez. No, said his wife wants me. God. It's a trip, bro.
2: You're living the dream, Jeff.
1: No, it was... No, I had a great time. Everyone was super cool. Getting to meet everybody, uh, it, was, it was awesome.
2: Another round. Technical difficulties. They don't want us to do the show, Jeff. The gods don't want us to do the show. So before we get off Honda and DFS open, any other thoughts from the week Uh, everyone's favorite person to meet was
1: raza well without failing to repeat myself it was literally like meeting everyone was so super cool playing with drew and greg we had a good time we did
0: have a good time and we
1: didn't you hit a couple putts like maybe one of my approaches was used you let me guys like hit a short one so i could get credit for the birdie uh for for guys giving uh some charity for a little work we were gonna do um Super good time. It seems like everyone had a good time. The tee times were a little later. I think maybe in retrospect, in the future, like there's a lot of le- like maybe we tee off later and like screw the the actual golf. Well,
2: that's what I ended up doing anyway. So everyone, <laughs> Rick woke well, our tee time was at like seven yeah, fifteen. Whatever 30, yeah. we had to be there by like seven fifteen, get registered and everything. I was as drunk
1: as I'd been in a long time on too. Friday night. So was I. Like a long time.
2: Well, everyone's buying us drinks, Jen. <laughs> I can't say no. <laughs> it's <was> awesome. <laughs> Never felt never felt so great in my life. I'm like, yeah, Pat, do you want a drink?
0: Yeah, let's go.
2: And then Kenny's like, no, we only do shots. Like, if I like, do a shot, I'm gonna be in real rough shape, Kenny's like, I ah, fuck you, do it. Yeah. It's like, all right. So Rick like wakes me up at like 6:30. He's like, I think we gotta go. I was like, eh. Then we fell asleep. We both fell asleep in the Uber to the course. Like the driver woke us up and we got there. And then after after we finished the round, like, I was dead to the world for the first nine holes. Felt bad for Greg and Drew, they paid to play with us. I was like, yeah, 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 we're good. And I was awful. Then I finally, like, I started to heat up a little bit, felt a lot better on the back nine. But when we were finished, like, uh, we we went and had lunch. I just looked at Raza. I was like, I don't think I can go to this. He just (laughs) looks at me and goes, you couldn't pay me $5,000 to go to the golf right now. I'm going to take a nap.
1: Yeah, pretty much would have rather been eaten by the alligator.
2: Which he wanted to be anyway
1: meeting ben yeah that was a bit of a highlight
2: it was so good
1: because i never got like i never got that deep dive from the shows Um you
2: didn't get larry david vibes from no ben?
1: no but that was great and even spent a ton of time with them but even in like the 20 minutes maybe total i i laughed pretty much consistently the whole time the only person- not in a bad way like no, great no, he, way, he was being himself and i was finding hilarious. it hilarious yeah
2: uh, and the only person who got burned worse than I did, I think, was J.B. Burkett got oh, burned pretty yeah, bad. bad, And he had, like, I think he was wearing, like, my, like, Florida Marlins late 90s outfielder shades because he had, like, the huge raccoon eyes instead of just, like, the the regular sunglasses because they went up to, like, here.
1: Listen, I don't know. every I, There were a lot of sunburns to go around, but I had a blast.
2: So, oh, me too. Definitely going to do that again next year. I assume it's going to be, if it happens again next year, I assume it's going to be
1: bigger. Yeah, I soon be a little bigger, and I will, how do I put this? Last year was a perfect storm. I had my trip booked out there before the DFS Open happened. Next year, I'll be leaving the family at home. Because partying for three straight days, then flying home with kids is like.
2: And you were delayed.
1: It it was just, uh, it like hurts, like physically, and I'm getting old. So I got to be able to do that without any other responsibilities at the moment because I'm like have enough trouble taking care of myself let alone other people.
2: So you didn't see the Azinger comment, did you? No. Okay. So basically what he was getting at is that like Fleetwood and Westwood aren't good because they don't win on the PGA Tour. Now, I think he, what he was saying has merit. He just said it in completely the wrong way and he triggered everyone who lives overseas. Now, maybe this is a good thing because he really like I checked out like the Azinger comments and it seemed like anyone who wasn't American was, like, enraged. And everyone who was American, like, yeah, you give it to him, Zing. So maybe he's just, like, positioning himself as very pro-America. People can get behind
1: that. It's a common thing we talk about here. We hold PGA Tour wins to a higher standard. and We We just do. The the fields are harder. The competition is greater. There are so many times... Listen,
2: when Tommy won against Rory and Dustin... Over in the desert. It was a better field than what we saw at the Honda last week. Yeah, so... Like, there are certain tournaments that are better in Europe. There if are some you're
1: the- a race to Dubai winner, that's better than having a Valspar. Yes. Both financially and to any resume. Ever. I don't give a shit. And a Valero or something. There are a handful of non-majors, non-WGCs that are held in a higher regard.
2: Yeah, the BMW... Tory like- Pines. No, I'm, I'm saying overseas. It would oh, be, like...
1: Sorry, one, I'm talking one, about...
2: like The one at Wentworth... The, like most of the ones in the desert towards the end of the year tend to be because they're yes. sort of like the tour championship for the European tour. And I'm sure there's a few that I'm missing, like the Alfred Dunhill where they play Carnoustie, St. Andrews. That seems like more of like but a that's a, That's a pro-am. It's yeah. kind
1: of like Pebble Beach at this point, yeah. I would say, they're, their version of it.
2: But their field seems to be stronger for that than Pebble Beach actually is over here.
1: Okay, maybe. Sure.
2: But like most of the European events seem to be on par with like the Canadian Open.
1: And there's a lot, yeah, and how many times, don't get me wrong, there's majors, there's WGCs, and then we've always, you know, when we're at those weeks, sometimes this feels like one of them, Bay Hill, just the way Golf Channel gives it that sort of entire full treatment, it's in their backyard, so they're like on site, like it is a major. Um, And
2: the field is Majoree, because all the international players... Anyone basically from the European tour or even overseas, regard like regardless of where you're from, they tend to make their homes yeah. in Orlando. So they're playing yeah. in these Florida tournaments. Like if it wasn't for the international players, most of these Florida tournaments would be like absolute dog shit.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. They save a lot of the international events. You mentioned Orlando. Uh, Orlando's great. They can get direct home anywhere, any time of day, just because of Disney. Because of Disney, all the guys. That's why a lot of the Asians... If they don't want to live in L. A., they like to live in like Texas, because I guess that's a real popular middle hub. You can get directly home to South Korea or Japan, pretty much any like at least once or twice a day. Yeah, and that's important to them. Have like direct. Yeah, so that is that is pretty much the reason. If there's a family thing, they just got to get home. It's important to them. Uh, That's why a lot of them do set up shop in Orlando, but. It's a real thing, Pat. Azinger might have said it wrong, but how many times do I, and I'm like part of a mob that gets excited about this guy. We're like, oh, he's he's doing so great on the European tour. And you're like, okay, but who is he on the PGA tour? Like, who is he on the PGA tour if we have to rank him? But we just sort of overrate a lot of the guys. And maybe a lot of them prove to be worth the overrating. Uh, You know, EVR is coming on, showed his great stripes. We'll see what happens going I, I, forward. I think
2: it's a disingenuous statement about someone like Westwood and someone like Fleetwood yes. in, in particular, because it's not like Fleetwood won Oman and that's all he's ever done in his life. Like he basically won the president's cup
1: for them. He didn't win the super sixes.
2: No. And I mean, he, <laughs> what does he have? Two runners up at the U S open now. Yeah. I think it's five yeah, wins over there. He, some of the, I mean, some of them are like the Ned bank, but some of them are against like all the big boys as well. And he's performed well in the majors and WGC. He's like, Westwood is collectively known as the best player who's never won a major. Yep. And he's probably going to retire with that unless he somehow wins the British Open this year, which is not play for him. He's playing well. That's an old man course. He could probably get it done. But it just seems weird to point out those two guys, especially because like Westwood has played full-time on the PGA Tour time to time, but he mainly is a European Tour player.
1: Yeah, he tried. Oh, I spoke about it last week. If yeah, you but like, he,
2: it wasn't like he played on the, the Tour for 15 years.
1: You're right. You're right. Um, I don't know. We say we make fun of Louis too a lot, right?
2: Yeah, Louis just doesn't win anywhere anymore. He's comes second <laughs> everywhere. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. No, I you are right. Those are two guys that probably deserve to avoid that. Now, say does like I don't know, it's weird. It's a guy that I'm gonna be keen on maybe this Matt week. Matt Wallace. A Matt Wallace or even an Alex Noren. He's got like what, five European tour wins? It doesn't feel like Fleetwood. He's even got a BMW and a club national it's got some quality quality wins a guy like an alex Norton.
2: and i think that there's a bit of a different style of game too like
1: yeah it's a honda it's a club national reminding me of honda
2: yeah it actually does like it <laughs> seems like there's a reason like international players do really well in florida just cuz it's florida's so much different than it seemingly every other course like most of the courses are super tough just cuz there's so much water around and besides like your tory pines or your rivieras everything's kind of like a hit and giggle at west These, or during the yeah. spring season and like european tour events they're just different courses like when you go to the Le club national like you got to hit every fairway or you're screwed even almost like we saw last weekend
1: but even in an event that i want to say fleetwood charged in one, like the ned bank in south africa they're like this this it could host the u.s open the way they set up the fairways in the rough there
2: I, I can't really speak too much to that.
1: But, I don't know. But I'm just a lot of the European tour courses do play uh, much tougher. It is a different style of golf. When you make a mistake in Florida, you are going to pay with doubles and triples. Uh, a lot of times we see these great players make mistakes off the tee, and what do you know? There's an opportunity. There's goals to save themselves. They don't have to clear hazards. So you just make a bogey. You just make a bogey or it's just driver wedge and all our driver wedge superstars that American golf is really built on. And, and, you know, Rory likes to say, he likes to take shots at the PGA tour for not playing hard enough courses, but I'm not going to hold it against him for not showing up at the Honda or anybody. It's a bad schedule, but driver wedge crew at the top of the world rankings, they don't want that smoke. You could put the Honda in the most convenient schedule spot of the year. Our driver wedge they don't want it. They don't want it. Well, they're moving the it's Honda humbling. now
2: to the week after the players as of next year, moving Valspar into April, it looks like. So they're hoping that people stick around after the players and just go play the PGA National the next week. I'm curious to see how that works out because it would be Bay Hill players Honda. I don't think that really solves their problem of no one playing because then like the match play will be the next week. So we're like, just going to skip it
1: anyway. And what's what is. Yeah. And there was just a WGC, no, guys. but no,
2: but people are skipping that WGC more and more and more. That seems to be the one. Like people take China off because it's you know November in China. I can see why people skip that one. It's inconvenient if you're not over there playing in the Zozo, but or if playing bought, in the CJ Cup.
1: But if a Democrat wins, maybe they can bring it back home. Played it to Darrell. Well, I guess they'll never do that. We, I miss Darrell. I missed Darrell. Darrell would have been such a. Oh, that's where you would have made the big boys. I guess they do it at the players, but make the big boys do Bermuda grass, wind, and water. I was, Love it.
2: I was stunned to go back and look at a lot of people that some people just skip the Florida swing outside of the players.
1: Well, it happens all the time. Dustin, there's a handful Z- of Zander really...
2: basically basically, he played the 2018 Honda, and that, outside of the players, the only Florida event he played. He's here? He's here this week. Interesting guy this week. Um, Olympics. Are the Olympics going to be canceled?
1: I would be surprised if they weren't. But
2: DJ has now said that he is not playing in the Olympics because he wants to focus on the FedEx Cup. you think FedEx sponsored him for that?
1: I don't have a clue. I don't know what I ran into.
2: You ran into the flake machine.
1: I don't know. It doesn't even look like flakes. Looks like... I- Got like a dusty bullet gun.
2: Well, I mean, people do stomp upstairs yeah, and no, uh, part not, of the ceiling does fall. So <laughs> just wa- watch kidding. yourself.
1: I'm not denying that I can get flaky, but I like those look like rat size flakes.
2: You got some ceiling on you.
1: All right. Let's move on. Um,
2: yeah. Dustin doesn't want to play. It, that doesn't shock
1: me one bit. He doesn't get, he's just not for it. Even like Brooks, you could tell by his comments. He's on like the precipice of saying like, eh, it's not for me. Tigers even indicated tiger.
2: Tiger will go if he gets a spot. I think he wants to win an Olympic gold medal. Okay, I, re- I I really do. And aren't they playing the
1: same place they played the Zozo? I don't know. All I can tell you is Tokyo is Zozo. I know Tokyo. I know the Zozos in Japan. I don't, I don't remember I, that, though. I don't remember hearing that that week. I
2: don't know if it's the same course or not, but clearly he's okay playing in Japan.
1: But that makes total sense. Like, L.A.'s at Riviera, which is going to be 2024. Is that where it is? Yeah. It's
2: not L.A. Golf Club? Because I know that's hosting a major at some point soon.
1: I was, to my understanding, it was Riviera. It
2: might, it might be. I actually have no idea.
1: Um, and who knows? But I, I would expect cancellation. I would. I don't know. We'll see how much power the Coke commercial has. That'd be weird. Because NBC's done a full ad sell. Uh, they've even traded Super Bowls. I remember hearing because they didn't want to have a Super Bowl and Olympics in like some year. They did a trade. They made a network trade with one of the other Super Bowl ed- eligible networks.
2: I can see that. Like it would be a lot of allocation of resources. Yeah. to do Super Bowl and plan out the Olympics in the same. So year. they
1: yeah. So I'm just saying there there've been a lot of things, the billions of ad sales, but there is got to be a point of no return on this thing. And I want to say, did you get Palm Beach. Did, yeah. you,
2: did you get stuck in the Palm Beach traffic when Mike Pence showed up to go to Mar-a-Lago?
1: No, but Palm Beach to Toronto, yeah, you're not worried. But, like, heavy wipe-downs. And my, my wife's always wiping down the armrests and the table tray, like on an airplane. But this was, like, a triple wipe-down. And then you see, like, the staff at Customs. she got Clear Customs. Uh, back home, like... He's got a mask around his neck, but he's not wearing it. And then, like, you're in your head, like, I will not get this thing. But there's one place on earth I could get this thing, and it's right goddamn here.
2: Yeah, the, the, the customs at Toronto Airport. Fortunately, they give you, there's the, when you go to the Clear Customs in Toronto, there's the U.S., Canada line, and then there's the international line. And
1: I'm not a fear monger. I don't even know. People die of the normal flu. Has, like, a 22-year-old, like, healthy guy, like, yeah. died from this thing? Here's or is di- it just people, no, this, like, this, susceptible health?
2: I think it just it's kind of everyone. I think that both the youngest and the oldest people are at a higher risk. Oh, as always. Listen, I'm no doctor. But I think that the difference between, like, when you think about, like, mortality rate, the flu, as opposed to this, it's similar. But the big difference is corona is currently spreading. Like flu Mm -hmm. is on like lockdown. People get flu shots like that's contained to a certain amount of people. But no one seems to know like where Corona is coming from. So it's like spreading and spreading and spreading. And that's really like the contagion. Is it
1: coming from people that ate bats? I
2: mean, I I don't know what's real and what's not, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. It seems like it came from China. I don't know how people got it. I don't know how it got out. But it seems to be everywhere at this point. But there's a spread of it that is just so much larger than the flu that that seems to be the real concern. That's Doctor yeah. Pat's analysis on
1: uh, it. Wash your hands.
2: Yeah, wash your hands and don't don't cough in your hand. Then shake someone's hand. F-
1: yeah. fist bumps. So I like was felt like yeah, I can't get this thing. Were well, you like walking Canadian customs or any?
2: I guess customs. Yeah, everyone's wearing the mask. It like freaks you out a little bit. Yeah, like, like, what's
1: going on here? Like I know I won't get. I'm confident I won't get this. But if I'm gonna get it, it's gonna happen right here. Don't worry, get home. Like, my wife's like every piece of clothing that was worn on the airplane, like off. You're not allowed to like sit on anything.
2: (laughs) You have like the the old person plastic cover. No, we don't have the plastic
1: covers. My wife's just like, we wore that on the airplane, like, take it off. Bath for the kids right now.
2: Action Network did a deal with the PGA Tour. They're like the official content supplier. Not Necessarily sure how this all works out. But they're embracing gambling. I feel like this is nothing. It's good there's nothing but a good thing. It's good.
1: The move is being made. People that like scoffed at it before are now investing or agreeing. I think like just as a simple way that Joe made a nice little speech after the golf said like, "Who is one of the closest partners to the PGA Tour? The first tee. They are like this in terms of a partnership relationship." What did the DFS Open prove to the first tee? Like, we're just real people. Like We're just real people. Nothing like, you don't need to be scared about, like, what's going to happen. Maybe unless you saw us us on 17 when Sanjay stuck it to six and a half feet. Other than that, you don't got to be scared about anybody. Uh, But, yeah, big moves. And this is just the beginning. Other entities are going to keep popping up because it's an industry now. Not just golf, all of sports. So, but the people that do it for all other sports are now noticing golf is a real player in this, in this thing. And you don't know how many people I met this week, like was like, were just like football guys, and golf just like gave them this thing because they're not into the NBA and they'll do March Madness and they'll watch playoffs, but golf gives them a taste it's, and it's fun and it's, it's, it's great.
2: Treading water between football seasons. Yeah, they enjoy it more than the XFL.
1: Uh, sure. I don't know, but it's it's real and and it's fun and I'm not surprised at all. And I think, like to your point, it's just the beginning of more growth and opportunity and just widespread acknowledgement. I'm not sure that like lines are going to show up on the TV. No, I not think, during I, the I, round. I but, think
2: we're far away from that. But we've seen a partnership with DraftKings. They're the official Daily Fantasy partner of the PGA Tour. So I'm doing videos for them. There's now content about DraftKings up on PGATour.com. That's step one. Step two is this. yeah, and Doing a deal with the Action Network and doing everything like that. The next thing I think that we're going to see, and I I think I know where you're going with this Mackenzie Hughes thing, is that he's sponsored by The Score. The Score has morphed into a content-slash-gambling app. Now, I don't know... Maybe he's grandfathered in by having that. I don't know if You're they allow right the that yet, but soon enough, we're going to see DraftKings sponsoring people on the PGA Tour. There might be my, my long wish of the DraftKings Open yes. might finally happen. We get rid of Stableford scoring. The golfers are competing with DraftKings scoring at the DraftKings Open, ah! which would be awesome. <laughs> but you, you have things like that, like you know, William Hill will come in and they'll sponsor someone. Like I'll, Eventually, the gear that people wear – like the players wear. It won't just be Callaway or five-hour energy. They'll look kind of like soccer jerseys.
1: Unibet, Bet365, Betfair, a lot of the Europeans, all those books you can't access.
2: And the tour is seeing that there's a ton of money in it, but the players are starting to see like, hey, if we don't allow these people into the space, we're losing money here. Everybody, like, these people have so much money, and they're willing to give it to us, and you're saying that we can't have it? Yeah. They'll be pissed. Like That's the biggest leverage point that new league has coming up that if the pga doesn't adapt to this soon this is the one thing that we talked about why that premier golf league was kind of the best thing that ever happened because all it's going to do is kick the pga's ass and like updating with the times because they'll do all this stuff so i think it's been a good so far because the pga is basically taking away all their leverage points like oh we'll give you gambling sponsorship oh we'll do a deal with turner and we'll broadcast every single shot that comes along we'll up the fees and the players are like why can't we just do that on the pga tour and pga is like i guess we can it's not that big of a deal. And now we're seeing that slowly, slowly work. So I'm encouraged by it.
1: Absolutely. Nothing but good news. Props to the Action Network. Got to meet a couple of those guys this weekend. Sobel. Yeah, Sobel, uh, actually,
2: his story about, uh, we I met him and his buddy who had the $100 bet on Brennan Steele to win.
1: Oh. Uh, it was a good story he wrote. Uh, So there's that. And, and
2: the point of the story was, at the end of it, uh, his friend basically said, you know, It was worth the hundred bucks, even though I didn't win. It was four days of fun. That's how we've always described golf gambling. Is that no matter what, even if it was 20 bucks at 100 to 1, you win 2,000 bucks. it sounds great. 100 bucks at 100 to 1, and 10,000 bucks is even better. But no matter what it is, if it's an amount that's like, hey, that's a lot of money, but it also gives you what? Eight hours, eight hours, 32 hours of entertainment. Like that's almost the best bang for your buck you're going to find on any sort of investment in entertainment. Like a movie is fucking. 25
1: bucks in the last two hours we are here we've been doing this and and it's an you could like laugh at this watching you could like be like shut up you're an idiot that doesn't happen you have no concept of how many times people literally credit us for becoming fans of the pga tour and if it's happening here there's other podcasts and other content creators in the golf space that i'm sure are also creating fans but i'm not fucking tiger woods that's not my job. Are you sure?
2: You're not Tiger Woods?
1: I'm just saying...
2: Thank you, Pat.
1: Like, I shouldn't be creating your fans. Fans who like you should be coming here, but, like, that that's insane. That's insane. But it's true, and it's happening. And even if it's a small amount, it...
2: Well, it's a different audience, too. And that's more valuable. Like, it's not more valuable, but if you could get... Let's say a thousand people interested in golf by watching this show, or you could just get another thousand sixty-five year olds who like golf who are new viewers.
1: It's not happening. No sixty-five year olds just falling in love with golf. I mean, they might once
2: you, once people retire. Just they like pick I up didn't golf. believe
1: Ron Washington snorted a line for the first time at sixty.
2: <laughs> we want to kick it up a gear in old age.
1: I'm just saying it doesn't work like that.
2: Sure, but like the the value of the customers of people who watch this show because. I mean, just by the demographics that I look at. Like, most people who watch the show are between the ages of 25 and 45. A lot of single people. A lot of people with college educations and disposable income. Like, that is your target market yeah. for new customers of any kind across the board. And the fact that they're now watching golf is huge for golf.
1: And I, the, one of the coolest trips for me of the whole weekend um, was meeting John, and I forget his son's name, but father-son, they they do it together I mean, it worked out to come to the DFS Open because they're from uh, Washington and the Nationals had literally spring training like 12 minutes from where everything was happening. So it's a perfect trip uh, to begin with. It was icing on the cake for them. But, like, what? Well, it's like now a father-son. I don't know whether they, like, uh, maybe they double line up. Oh, no. <laughs> don't joke about that. Uh, sorry. You could you could
2: beep that out. you got to get, get me fired over here. <laughs> I but don't no, think that's what they're doing.
1: No, I'm joking. But I'm just saying, like, what a – I don't know. Could have fathomed me and my dad going to like the game with our DK lineups together,
2: and going to like a DraftKings like event con- content person golf yeah, event.
1: That's so cool. But what do
2: you think that conversation's like if you went to your dad like, Dad, let's go play golf with my internet friends? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would be like what? Here's the funny thing about it: one, to to like my father, who it's happened like we've been out for dinner, and the waiter in California was like a fan. And, like, that is worth, like, 8,000 listeners to my dad. Because he doesn't understand the internet, like, like that we do, kind of. Like, you know, it's like TV. Like, for B- someone to know d- you, your, your you dad, actually your, have to be someone.
2: Your dad understands the internet like Cust understands the internet. Sure.
1: Or, like, even when I was out with my fa- like, saw someone at breakfast. And, like, the fact that, like, someone sees me and, like, my mother-in-law sees it, it's, like, the same. She's up there in age. And like she doesn't understand how easy it is to like get people yeah, on the she, internet. she
2: basically thinks you're Judge Judy at this point.
1: You could say that. You could say that. Like, if
2: you're not making eighty million dollars no, there.
1: No, but but you understand what I'm saying. I, like, I know I absolutely their do ability like, for someone to recognize you must mean like like
2: how else would they know you if they didn't see you on the TV box?
1: Exactly. Kind of like thing. they don't really understand this whole like new industry. Not just like golf things, like people like reciting movie scenes, like, you know, re- just yeah. anything.
2: You could be a TikTok star. Sure. like, whoa. Yeah. Here we go. Or an Instagram influencer. Like, so like, It's easy to be seen.
1: Yeah. So they can't really, like one fan in person is worth like one million. If that makes any sense. No, I
2: completely understand what you're saying.
1: Uh, so that's like weird. But um, anyhow, I don't remember how we got there, but we got there. Funny thing, on my airplane over, or home. Was on it with Bob Weeks.
2: Oh. Yeah. Was he not at the event, but he was at surrounding wineries? He's like, let me tell you about this wine next to the course. Because they just like, launched like, a new yeah. show up here. And it is such... I have friends who work on it. I feel bad, but it's like horrible. I'm so su- Yeah. It- anyway, the, the first 40 minutes of the show has also been horrible because we haven't actually talked about golf. Sure. But we will do another 40 minutes where we actually talk about the golf. Yeah. They're like, here's what happened last week. That's our show. To, okay. To
1: that point, as to going back to the Action Network thing, as much as there are great strides being made, I've been inside of some of these buildings um, where some of these decisions get made in the past. And things happen so slowly. And then when it's finally time to act, no one's ready. No one's ready. And they it's like a rush job. But it's all been in front of them this whole time. So that's incredibly discouraging. But so co-
2: covertly, um, I had a meeting with the television executive yesterday. And we were talking about getting gambling content and betting content onto their network. How do we do that? Can I produce anything for them? Or, like, can I consult with them to find out, like, they didn't want to do, at least this guy, he was, he's a bit more plugged in than seemingly the rest of everyone there. But he's like, I want to make sure that it's not horrible, for one thing. Like, I want to make sure it's actually accessing the people that we need to access. Like, I don't want a real better to look at this and be like, these guys don't bet. It was the first thing he said to me. I was like, that is a very good step one.
1: He must have heard of somebody who I use clown emojis for.
2: Maybe. But the, the other way, uh, he w- I was, he's like, we got to start doing this now because I want to be first of the scene. But he's like, this won't happen for like a year. He's like, I wanted to change the font on the headline of the show I did last night. And it took three months. He's like, it, would, it actually takes me 10 minutes. Yeah. But to go through approval and bring it up to the next and bring it up to the next, like network style, He's like, it took me three months. It's, it sucks in that yeah. way. So there's always going to be barriers that – and we're – I'm super guilty of this too, being like this is how it needs to be. This is when it needs to be done. It's super easy to do. But there is a giant bureaucracy around a lot of this that there are people who like – when we talk about like cut sweats and shot by shot, there are people in the building who want all of that too. But it just takes time. Like you need to sell the guy above you. And then once that's done, you need to sell the guy above him and the guy above him because it's not the top down. It's the people with the good up. ideas yeah, are like
1: bottom up, the foot soldiers. Not
2: necessarily like the, the very bottom, but no, the what? level up from the bottom to the mid tier, and then you got to sell these eighty year old dudes on. it. They're like, "What? What's this? Got to take a nap. Where's my stocks? They're not doing well.
1: I hate this." Yeah. So, yeah.
2: ready to talk golf? Let's let's talk golf. Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bay Hill, over seventy four hundred yards, par seventy two bermuda grass greens the biggest thing i noticed about playing on bermuda is how thin the grass is i get it i get why it's so different now yeah like you, me and you were joking when we were playing it's like it's not like the courses you see in the northeast no which it's funny because that's like where like a lot of them are. like even when i was in minnesota playing with moose and you know, like playing like and checking out like tpc twin twin cities yeah, yeah where the 3m was like very similar grass types to around here, like when I played in New York, that kind of thing. But like trying to hit, even trying to hit off the fairway, like if you don't hit it perfectly, it's just explosion divot. Yeah. It's like, ooh. And like, even in the rough, like there's sand underneath everything. Yeah. It is really, really weird. And I didn't realize how stark of a difference it was. Bermuda Greens, love putting on them.
1: They are pure,
2: they're like concrete and they're pure.
1: Yeah, it's true. Oh, You couldn't have said it any better. But those fairways can feel like a sponge.
2: Yeah, it's re- like you need to strike it perfectly. So, ball strikers this week. Turns out that's why ball striking is so key in Florida. And unless you can just roll putts. Past winners, Molinari stormed the course. Molinari shot 8-under on Sunday a year ago, and he won it 12-under. Had a huge live that day. He was like 50, 60 to 1 yeah. going into Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Rory, the year before, who had a nuclear Sunday. Him and Bryson both had a nuclear Sunday. Uh, he ended up outlasting Bryson to win at 18-under. Leishman, the year before that, when he sunk my Kevin Kisner dreams of a very, very big ticket. Won at 11. I think you hit Leishman that week. I hit Jason Day the year before, 17 You should
1: have Kisner. That's what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. I had Kisner, you had Leishman. The year before, I had Day, and I think you had Chapel, who he beat. Yeah. So it all evens itself out. Every, every Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods won here 8 times in the past. I got strokes gained approach as the major key, but I also looked at proximity from beyond 200 yards over 33% of the approach shots this week come from that range, which is one of the most on tour. So long iron's key. It's why Stenson tends to play well here every single year. Opportunities gained the fantasy national stat and par threes gained 200 to 225 yards. The average par three here is 217 yards. That's tough, but you need to play those holes well in order to have any sort of chance. So if we get into the actual odds, Rick and I talked about this yesterday as it pertained to the DraftKings board. But Rory is five to one. Fleetwood's fourteen. Bryson is sixteen. Hideki's twenty. So is Xander. Scott twenty-two. Sungjae and Reed twenty-five. Brooks thirty to one. Um, you can find a better number on Xander. And Adam Scott.
1: You can get them both at 25 if you want to. I think a couple of these guys you could find something. Yeah.
2: The, these odds seem to be a bit short, but Rory is locked in at five to one. And it's funny because his DraftKings price doesn't really correlate to that. He's only 800 dollars more expensive than Fleetwood. And like the discrepancy between the odds would really lead you towards Rory McElroy in this thing. And like just even going on Fantasy National and running the model, like no matter what range that you run it by, Rory is number one. Like he is perfectly suited for this course, but he's only won here once. And he had to do it by gaining nine strokes putting in one round. He made everything that day.
1: It's a hard pass. Like, he can win it. And I'm not surprised. He can win it by ten shots. It's Rory. But five to one for some of these names coming behind him? Meh. Doesn't doesn't even. Hard pass. I'm off back-to-back wins. I can do whatever the hell I want. I sure as hell ain't betting Rory at five to one.
2: I mean, you could use all the money that you won to bet Rory at 5
1: to 1. I've got zero interest. Is it fair? Is 5 to 1 N- fair? I, it's never fair. I don't even mean this week. I mean it's never fair. And just like the 80 to 1 is never fair. We never win enough.
2: So here's the thing. So fantasynational.com has an event simulator. Uh, and if you go fantasynational.com slash PME, you get yourself some savings and boom. You, know, you can go check this out yourself. So per the odds, it just runs it like by hole. Like you, know, you can only tell so much from a simulator, but it had the market has Rory at five to one. The simulator has him at four to one to it, which blows my mind. That's
1: okay. So you're telling me it's fair.
2: I, it seems like a fair number. Okay. Let's do this. game. I'm not betting it, but it does seem like a fair number
1: next week. You could be at the players World. everyone will be there and you could still be five to one. And this he- will feel incredibly fair. Have felt in hindsight incredibly fair. The
2: only way that he's five to one next week, the players, is if he wins this week, if he wins this week, even he if he could went, be under five to one. No, he won't. Not the players. He won't be.
1: Just because it's so random.
2: It's it's like yeah, it's a the players is a crapshoot anyway. But this tournament's sort of a crapshoot too. There's like eighty two bunkers, waters, and pl- like you can see water on every shot yeah. on this course. I think it's only really in play for eight holes. But I think like at worst you'll see six and a half, seven, just because everyone's there. And everyone's not here this week. Like, once you get Tiger in a field and Dustin in a field, all of a sudden. Rom. Rom, like JT. One, I don't need to name them. Once they're all there, it's hard to be four to one. Agreed. Unless you're like 2,000 Tiger and you're like, even money to win these events. He
1: was, I was looking at odds, past winner odds. In uh, 13, I think he cashed at three to one here. Tiger?
2: Yeah. Probably good odds on him. I thought he'd be like minus 200 there were events where he was even money to win and he was oh winning. that
1: was that would have been before 13
2: yeah before 13 that would have been like yeah. 2004
1: but i remember during like my best friend of all times wedding was the day he had his last win here and i had the eight to one and i i was distracted and i couldn't even watch it on the thing that was the day he made that incredible chip on hey, whole...
2: that was before you can just stream the entire thing on your phone yeah yeah anyway we'll so, move on so the rest of the guys inside i'm what about him on a repeat it was like top 10 here last year
1: did you hear about Im's caddy the guy who's really really
2: good as it turns out so or was that his translator is funny it, enough was bob, translator and caddy the same guy i don't think so
1: okay bob weeks told me the story oh. we had enough time to exchange stories he has a good tan uh great tan great tan listen when you're at the back of the plane with two kids and there's a lineup for the washroom you can say whatever you want to those people <laughs> hoarding over your chair uh m fired his caddy last week what swear god who did he hire you might re- the name might be familiar to me It certainly to you was re- uh familiar to me albin Choi, a one-time like top 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 canadian amateur who's still at the bottom of the corn ferry. um
2: Okay, so that's what they were talking about. I think he was a guy who was translating as well for him, but like he was like an SEC like top-end player. Yeah, yeah.
1: Canadian, Albin Choi, I guess now, and he first at wins, so probably worth a lot more money than going back to the corn Ferry, being a guy who T20s all over the globe and doesn't take week off.
2: Yeah, I would think so. Sung Jay's looking good for me in that draft we did at the beginning of the year.
1: Oh, great. And it was another great President's Cup win. Well, that's why we need
2: to bet How Tong over in Qatar this week. <laughs> I didn't get even him, think get, about that. Get him off the mat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good point.
2: What is that now? We got Thomas, one. Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Leishman. Reed. I say Adam Scott. M. Scott. Adam Scott. M.
1: Could even be forgetting one. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, Neiman wins this week. Who won Career Builder? A-max. Oh,
2: uh, Landry. No. He, he wasn't on the President's Cup team. No. Who won Pebble? Nick Taylor. He also was not on the President's Cup team. Maybe he should have been over Hadwin. Who knows? I
1: like, Where's Hadwin in all of this? Like, does he even have a tour card anymore? It's weird. He just had a baby. I hope everything's okay. He played uh, one or two events out of that. And then but that was it. That was it, yeah.
2: So out of all these guys in the middle here, uh, Xander, we have 20 on my sheet. I bet him at 25 to 1. I don't love it just because he never plays in Florida, but his putting has been so atrocious. You know, he gained over 10 strokes on approach at WGC Mexico. That's outrageous. That's an outrageous number. He led the field by over a stroke on approach, and he wasn't sniffing that leaderboard because his putting was so horrendous. But he's long. That's what you need. He's great at his long irons. Just make some putts. Make some putts, man, and we're good to go. Like, you can't lose six strokes per event. It's not going to happen. You're not Ben Ann. So, I don't love it, but a lot of my bets I don't love this week, but I think that I'm getting value on the way that he statistically lines up for this course. And even last year, there was five guys inside the top ten who had never played this course before. So, I'm not really worried about, like, a first-timer. Okay, That seems to be not a problem. So
1: I made a joke yesterday, like, to avoid Americans, but uh, it makes sense.
2: Internationals have won this event the past four years. Yeah. And everyone inside the top five last year, international player. Like, do you want Tommy? Do you want the, Bryson? Do you yeah. want Hideki? Like Hideki also rates out really well.
1: Bryson, I cannot bet. But I too went too low. To, I went to bed on Sunday thinking I could just have a two man Bryson Tommy card. I thought there were gonna be names between them and Rory, though. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the Arnie thing. Maybe I just thought like I don't know. So they're both a little low. <coughs> Can you hit us with some Ernie's Army? You think we're gonna hear that? That ad? I'll get in there. But uh Barney uh well Bryson. Bernie. That's a better name. Bernie DeChambeau. It's like, do I want him to burn like? No, we bet him with the Masters. Yeah,
2: we that's, that's to, what I mean. But most Masters winner outside of like Tiger last year get a win somewhere in the calendar year before winning the Masters. That's the
1: other part of it. That normally happens. There were um
2: That's why Justin Thomas is actually going to win.
1: The wildly accessible Xander better number you're speaking of, they opened up with Tommy and Bryson at 18, and I just stared at them. I might have bid on them, but I didn't. Uh, As of right now, I have only made a bet over 30. I haven't made a bet under 30 to 1, and I don't know if I will. And I think it could be a Hideki week, if that's what you're about to say.
2: That's what I was going to say, too. I was going to say yes or no on Hideki at 20. You might be able to find a 22.
1: I'd hope to find it better. It's really hard to expect him to win, but it really does feel like it's coming. And to your point, like, it's been since Xander, my might... president's cup guy. Xander, I think I'd rather bet Xander at 25. I think I would too. Then Hideki, but I like Hideki a lot. Maybe he could find his way in lineups. Is he the, the fourth man on the DraftKings tote? Uh,
2: he is the third man. He's ahead of Bryson. It goes Rory, Tommy, Hideki, Bryson, Xander. But then you have, like, Scott and Reed. I don't have a ton of interest in them. Same as him this week at 25. It's funny that Reed can win a WGC. And he's 25 to 1. And he's been playing lights out all year. He's won the Masters. He has, like, 10 PGA wins. He's won two WGCs in his career. Him win once, same odds. That's kind of funny to me. It just shows you how much... The books know how much people hate Patrick Reed and don't want to bet Patrick Reed. Because he really should be like... I'm not going to bet him at 25, but you could make him 16-1 to and it wouldn't seem out of place.
1: You bring up the resume. He's won at Doral. He's been in like the cusp of playoffs at Valspar. Mm -hmm. He lost in a playoff at Valspar to Spieth and and Sean O'Hare. And and he he, three-putted a chance to get into one versus Casey. Yeah, like he's plenty good on Bermuda. Yeah, so Florida golf, he's handled it. I don't know what... He's won
2: at Windham. That's also Bermuda.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I got no... I'm not feeling it. I got no interest in it. You might that.
2: be distracted blocking people on Twitter, though. Not us, because we're big Patrick Reed guys, but people I in always
1: general. get nervous. He might misconstrued one of my wicked jokes. Uh well, I'd be happy for him to see them in the first place. And then after seeing them, if I'm lucky enough that he saw them, worried I might get blocked. Like maybe he would take offense to being like him being Shawn Michaels and Justine being Sherry in a gif after a win. I don't know. They seem hypersensitive, and this whole thing with him and Bryson now—like I think we talked about it last week—like they are, they are like a kinship. It seems I like it. it
2: I, I still don't understand why people don't like Bryson. He seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, he's even tried to pick up his pace of play, which is nice. Yeah, and although then that, although that's something to watch out for because he's still like a slow player. When you watch the group at WGC Mexico. I think it was an advantage for him to be in the second to the last group instead of the last group. I think he was holding up the last group, and they were getting all pissed off, and it threw them out of the rhythm. It'd be like playing behind J.B. Holmes. No, people
1: say that w- any time.
2: Not necessarily playing with J.B. Holmes, playing behind J.B. Holmes.
1: Any time I make or someone makes the, oh, no, they're with J.B. today, um, someone is always quick to reply to me on the internet that, no, 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 the actual death spot is behind J.B.,
2: He's out there taking a nap in the middle of the fairway or something. Who
1: knows? At least when you're with him, there's a chance he'll catch your stink eye. Yeah. (laughs) From you. Or like you mocking him. But when he's that far, you know, when he's 200 yards out in front of you, he probably can't see it. Here's a name for you. Brooks Koepka, 30 to 1. Pass. He's been horrible
2: at this tournament in the past. Uh, I'm going
1: to bet another guy who's been horrible. I'm doing that too,
2: but. That's such a number, man. The oh, last time, bet- different guys. The,
1: the last time I saw
2: this number was Bridgestone Justin Thomas. I was in Montreal with my wife. I can't remember why I was there. I think it was like a pre-baby trip before we had it, pre-honeymoon trip. I don't remember. But I looked at it, and it was the only bet I made that week cuz I opened up the app and I was like, "Why is Justin Thomas 30 to 1 when he should be like 12 to 1?" So I just blindly bet it and he won that week. This is a number he can cash. Not going to lie to you. I bet Brooks at seven to one in tournaments and in stronger fields. So I don't, I'm kind of with you on the fact that I don't want to do it. That number is so like Fowler's 33, is 33, Day is 33, Brooks is 30. I think Brooks has more win equity than those three guys combined. He might come dead last, but we're picking winners here.
1: I could use Brooks to get going for our pool. Um, Would I be shocked?
2: Oh, so you're betting now. No. You're betting shitty Ricky again? You saw his new gear, you're like, oh, man, it must be his week. He's part of Ernie's army. He's got a song written after him. Let me go for a
1: second here. I just don't want to. What's a case
2: for Ricky? The case for Ricky is he sucked at every place he's been good at, so he's going to be good here?
1: Ricky, I saw something I didn't see in Brooks by how they played on Friday. Can you explain Ricky shot a six under? He almost made the number would have been the best round. Of, like is the best round of the week on the entire ground. Don't
2: believe he shot a six under four under. I think he was four. Maybe he got to plus four. I think he was two under, but wasn't he at plus six. Yeah. And he got to plus four sick. Re- Ricky, you're really giving him a lot of credit here. I don't know. I let me find old the old Rickster and see where he's at. There's a here. lot of fucking red. Yeah, it wasn't great. He couldn't get it up and down a lot,
1: which I found kind of surprising. 72,
2: 72.
1: Did plus three make the cut? Yes. Let me just get my note because it's all a blur.
2: Oh, the Gim Reaper didn't play too well. tell you that much. I don't
1: know. He struck the ball very well Friday.
2: Okay. Did he strike the ball really well or did he putt really well? Because there's a big difference in that.
1: Uh, He struck the ball well. I I think Ricky heard the haters.
2: Fowler shot 68 in I, round 2. It was the
1: 17th best round of the day. I was wrong. He lost to Harry Higgs. But I believe that he's here in the haters and this can be a good week for Ricky. Cuz you want it to happen. Because it's a good, it's it's
2: time. In fairness, he did strike the ball really well yes. in round 2. Over stru- two strokes gained on approach, hit it very close to the pin. Also gained 3 strokes putting.
1: He struck. Short him. game, not great. That that that'll be grinded on. It's a course he likes. Is a course he's contended that often. Uh, Has he? Where you, I feel like you're misremembering
2: Ricky. Just in, like you want Ricky to be so good that you're just like giving him extra
1: credit for stuff. Yeah, and he was on a Monday like one on one here with Tiger once, and he like faded hard.
2: He came third in 2013. His only top ten ever at this event. And he did, plays did it. Did Tiger
1: and, win that? Because that might be the exact yeah, event I'm talking. About. It is. I just,
2: so 7 years ago he really made a run and he hasn't come back in the
1: top I 10 since. I was home sick from from work that day. It is very vivid. He was 14, so that Monday. He has
2: come 14th and 12th at this event before. Like it, it it's sort of like Hideki's numbers at this course where he had a really like and that was actually his debut in
1: 2013. I'm in betting event. Ricky Fowler. Okay. Cuz you want, to, just say cuz you want to. Because okay. I want to.
2: There you go. Because I, I listen, I bet losers
1: all the time. I like for no real rhyme or reason. I I, I don't. I think I who's I, better,
2: Ricky Fowler or Luke List?
1: I can smell a good spot here for Ricky this week. I smell it. Does it surprise you that when we look at the pantheon
2: of like elite wins in players' career, that Ricky and Siwoo like are the
1: same? No, it's very similar. That, that, it's... that Ricky and
2: Stephen <laughs> Ames are the same, except he has more Champions Tour wins now. I think.
1: Yeah, I guess Kucher's long past Ricky, right? Oh, Kucher has a better <laughs> career than Ricky does. Yeah, of like, course. That, that's not even debatable. Listen, Ricky's in big trouble. I called Ricky out last week. I put it out there, and what happened last Your week Your case
2: was that he's not— Like, he played so poorly in Phoenix for you that he's not, like, he's going to have a bad year. And then now you're like, he had another bad event, at a course he's good at. So now you're betting him this week?
1: He's— he hasn't struck the ball like he did last Friday in a really long time one round off
2: the mat is what you're saying
1: I've won twice in a row I could do whatever I want it's never it's not always methodical
2: so is he the guy that you were talking about yes okay so not day who's won here before not day not not Justin you, you, Rose you, you who's I,
1: actually like who might actually show up that's who I bet I'm betting the loser like, I,
2: I have no reason to bet yet listen the same logic you want to use for Ricky Fowler, I'm using for Justin Rose. But I see Rose Justin is Rose, a major champion. He was the number one player in the world 14 months ago.
1: There's a lot more to, like, try to sell yourself on than what I am.
2: Well, there's two things on it, because I might bet Stenson, oh, too, God. who's also at 40.
1: What are you going to do,
2: Heimberg, you idiot? A- accuracy. You also just said you were going to bet any American player below 100 to 1. Now you're betting Ricky Fowler. I said it was a lie. Oh. Lying to yourself. So Rose, Stenson always plays well here. I think that there legitimately is a Stenson-Rose corollary at courses. They have very similar games. I worry that Rose has just been garbage. Like I'm not going to lie to you about that, but. At least I'm not betting Finau also. You weren't on camera for the the look into the camera. All right, Justin Justin Rose and his, I wouldn't say pretty face, but that's up there right now.
1: Those stats, look at those stats. Nat, good. He's going to dress like he's 21. Annoy me. I like that you're annoyed. I
2: like that you're annoyed by Justin Rose, but like the new kit Ricky Fowler has where he looks like a fucking highlighters (laughs) marker. Listen, he's fine though.
1: All Ricky has going for him is that Puma makes him great. Uh, All Ricky has going for him are these collections that Puma makes for him around Bay Hill. It's a fantastic collection.
2: Man, Ricky is so shit right now. Puma might drop him and he'll have to be sponsored by fucking Umbro. That's what we're looking at. Remember Umbro shorts? Uh, of course, yeah. I
1: went to summer camp in those. That, like that's, gonna to be 90s, Ricky, that's gonna be like, a rookie's new gear. Yeah, remember? Yeah, for sure.
2: I, I think he's a better chance of winning the players next week than winning this. Mm-hmm. And not say he can't win this. Like he actually rates out really well for this course. His long irons top notch. Like you said, he may have turned it around. Tends to putt well on Bermuda. He just seems to be. It's no different than a lot of the other guys, but his one bad round is like exceptionally bad, and he's done. Like Xander has this one bad round every tournament. But he's not like out of it either, because he tends to have like the best round of anyone during the course of a week too.
1: It actually amazes me when Xander like isn't when he's playing horribly how well he's still able to play because the ball striking is so good.
2: It's all it all tends to be putting yeah. with him.
1: But even Rory, I mean Rory's on a different level. He's just sort of on his own stratosphere with maybe one or two other guys. But, like, it's amazing when he should be, like, four over, how he's still just, like, one over or even par. And Ro- old Rory I used to be used to not be like that.
2: No, but Rory still is like, oh, I'm five over. It's like, all right, I'll finish minus one for the day. It's like, oh, yeah. he just made, he reeled off six birdies in a row. Yeah. Rom is very much the same way, too. Like, Rom, not afraid of no bogeys. Not afraid. but I'm, Make them in punches. D- I think that there's a corollary between this course and Tory Pines. Day has won both recently. Leishman Uh-oh. has won both recently.
1: I mean, it's, Rose won.
2: No, yeah, Rose well, won. Yeah. Tory Pines. He hasn't won here. He's played really well at this course in the past, though. Like, but Rose did not play well at Tory Pines. So this
1: Leishman year. season. A lot of people are Bay on. Hill win and Leishman. Yeah, I know. And you want to break it? What the news? Go ahead. Tim's on Leishman, folks. Yes. 30, Take, 35 yeah. to one, too fair number, but dropped. I saw it open at forties. This would be, yeah. I, People I know People were happy to get it. I didn't, but so, maybe I still will. So
2: he's the only guy there. But then you have this 40. The 40s are Stenson, Rose, and Ann. But then you have
1: Morikawa and Bubba at 45. What's Ann if he misses the cut?
2: Last week? Yeah. 60? 50 or 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like what I What a don't, run for him, I do, I don't know. Yeah, it was a great weekend for him. But I don't know the world where Colin Morikawa has worse odds than Ben Ann. Like, give me a break. I love Ben Ann. But come on. Although he is a Presidents Cup guy,
1: any love for for Bubba this week?
2: Kind of. I don't know if I want to do the forty five
1: to one though. I was hoping it'd be deeper. The driving stats that correlate to the winners here seem to Tory Pines winner as well. Right to Bubba.
2: It all like the problem is I think that there is a lot of wind expected this weekend, and the thing with Bubba, happy places. This is a ha- well, he's played well at this course in the past, but if it gets windy, you just have to worry about some of those giant duck hooks that he has that they just blow into the middle of the water and then he's toast. Yeah. Like I'm surprised Woodland doesn't play this course. What happened to Gary on Saturday?
1: There was a, he was just about to come to me and he double, double bogeyed two of a three hole stretch and just disappeared. And they had a fine Sunday, but yeah, I wanted to hang out with Gary on Saturday. And then it, when it was close to being time to hang out, he, I don't know, did he take a bath? I don't really even know. You look at the shot tracker, it was alarming.
2: Morikawa, I think. Don't know if I want to bet him or not. But that's a really spicy number for what plays well at this course. There's Driving a- and long irons and iron play in general. Morikawa is like one of the best players in the world at those two things. Okay. Although, you know, kind, of, kind of like Xander, you guys got to make a few putts.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna see myself on him. I am more looking at a couple Brits though, potentially in Fitz and Hatton.
2: I like Hatton. I like Hatton more than
1: Fitz. Fitz was in it deep last year. He probably got Andrew Kirst late in his round and
2: Tim does does love him some Matthew Fitzpatrick. Who would have I mean you know what? That that is a perfect example when Azinger was talking about guys who win on the European tour, it's Fitzpatrick. Is he wins like the Nordia Masters and the probably this Ma- one. anything with Masters in it. Yeah. And he's a good
1: player. Good player.
2: But it seems like his world rating is inflated versus what the success that he's had
1: on the PGA Tour. Absolutely. That is probably a great um, player profile to put beside the take. Him and Hatton, frankly.
2: Are, and I think I Hatton... I can't argue that. We, we all forget how young Fitzpatrick is, too. Like, he's still only like 24 or
1: something. Oh, some of these guys we meet so young that you feel like you've known them forever well, someone, and they're
2: still puppies. And someone had said, like, there was talk about Sung Jay, like, camp. How long is he going to go on the PGA tour with that? Oh. Dude's like 22 or 21 or something. Like, let's calm down a little bit. Just because everyone comes onto the scene and wins immediately. Winning's hard. Winning's tough. As Hideki, wasn't one of three he said years.
1: He said, I saw in some... Po- um, no, who was tweeting? Someone that like played with him in an event, like a low-pro player, um, said, like, why do you play so much? Why are you out here so young? He said, it's all about getting into the Olympics for the military exemption. Get a medal,
2: and you're out. You're good to go. So he's like... Him he, and Siwoo are battling it seems in like, bed
1: It seems like since he was, like, 19 years old, his golf career focus was like, I'm good enough to make paychecks, but I've got to now focus on... On eliminating that and what it's just a major or a medal, right? We've so, established the players it, won't count.
2: It's a major it's one of the four majors, it's a medal at the Olympics, or I believe a the, medal the at like Croatian the Asian games. games or something like that. Which seems like probably the easiest one to get, I would guess.
1: How come no one's gotten them? Who's winning those? I, I don't even know. Ch- he's not Korean. I don't know. Guys that I guess it's just it's such a different could level. It could be jazz, of, like it yeah, could be Hideki. A, Kyrdash, it's such a different level of like, pressure.
2: Do you, like, do you pay off the other guys being like, listen here, Kyrdash, I'll yeah. give you 500k if you tank it so I don't have to be in the military.
1: And Kyrdash is like, you know how yeah. many how shoes How many Lambos is? is that? Did you hear the Kyrdash story? Yeah. What a fucking legend. He's the best. But that's why, I, it, it almost to my point proves why sometimes I really get afraid of betting him, Pat, because I do worry he's in fifth place and he's already just doing life math. Like, the Lambo, the shoes, the everything.
2: I have an answer to how old Appy Barnrad is. How old?
1: 29. Wow. Good for him. What a king. King. Living the life. Living like it. Wife thinks he's got sh- little, little fucking, thinks he's sugar daddy's. No, he just collects shoes. I don't know where we were, but... Hatton.
2: I like Hatton this Hatton point. we like. Hatton coming off the wrist injury in Mexico, gained in all four-strokes-gain categories. The wrist is fine. Cool. And if the weather gets shitty, that's when yep. you
1: gotta like Hatton some more. Not only that, uh, yeah, Hatton spoiled... A lot of people were quick to pick on Hatton with uh, head-to-heads in Mexico. But he showed up ready to play. Fitzpatrick was in it late, as we mentioned. What I wanted to ask was, who... Who wins if Mullen Like, remind me. Who wins if Mullinari doesn't hit everything? Fitzpatrick. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate him. Last year, he has a specific skill set. You might not like him, but his skill set works. That here? He's
2: like Liam Neeson and Taken. He has a very
1: particular <laughs> set of skills. He does have a particular set of skills.
2: Molinari, minus minus twelve. Fitzpatrick minus ten. M. Rafa. Tommy minus nine. Kang, Rory, Killa Keith, Matt Wallace, minus eight, Ben Ann, Adam Long, Lucas Glover, Jason Kokrak, Luke List, Charles Howell, minus seven. Those are your guys from last year. The simulator. Who's the top? Like the simulator is not good for the international guys. Just a bit tougher on them because you don't have the same amount of stats. But after here's the biggest other gap between them. So I said Rory was four to one. The market has him at five to one. The simulator has Hideki at six to one to win this tournament based on his numbers. Number three in the simulator, Munoz. Simulator loves Munoz and it called his win. So I mean, you're, you're, you've already got paid on Munoz when it happened. I found that really surprising. Man.
1: All right, Interesting. Moving along. Th- there's a lot of guys that I'm interested to talk about here. Didn't um, talk to
2: me about them. In,
1: in being able to do... Getting this extra day before we actually record, I got to take in your and Rick's show. I got to take in a lot of other people's content before I spoke. There is some love for Xander this—Answer
2: uh, Z- uh, this week. I can see it. I think people are, like, really buying into this President's Cup narrative right now. <laughs> I, I think that it—much like Sung Jay when he gets his win, and a lot like Hovland when he gets his win, it just feels inevitable that Answer's going to win soon, doesn't it?
1: Yes. To that other name you mentioned, got the win. Puerto Rico curse, but do you almost just say last week was like a right free yeah. pass, and now you can bet Victor Hovland at at sixty? With if we talked a month ago, we would have been like, if Hovland's over fifty, we just got to auto do this. Maybe.
2: Like, like, do I want to bet? Would I rather bet answer or Hovland? Or Horschel, who played really well again last week, very sneakily, and like no one really noticed. He ended up of, like T forty three because he had a terrible final round. Like he was good.
1: Yeah, he was a very popular pick, and he. Might but have, people will think that
2: like he, he was, was disapp- shit yeah. because
1: he scorned them and he didn't like win, and they bet him at twenty eight to one, and he was on a lot of cards. Uh, I get that, so I like to play guys off of that, and sometimes guys have really soft performances. Would you rather Hatton and both Havlin and Hov- Hovland and Horschel? Yes.
2: I think that I will be
1: betting Hatton. So that would give me Xander, Rose, and Hatton. And Rafa, nothing. Just doesn't I, win. Is he a European, another guy for Azinger? Like, is he with, with that Fitzpatrick, Rafa, good poster boy for that too, maybe?
2: I think so. But, I mean, a lot of this too is that they don't have the same sort of reps. Like, if you play on a different tour, it's hard to win on a tour you don't play on. You know what I mean? Like, if you threw them in all, like, the scrub PGA events... All of a sudden, you'd be looking pretty good.
1: It's true. If Tommy wanted to, like, run a calendar and play yeah, every Tommy time wants- where Kevin won, he yeah, could yeah. win. If Tom he could wants win. to play the
2: swing season or he wants to play the American Express or the Sony, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, or what's the different. one that used to be, like, Quicken or what in... Uh... Yeah, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah,
2: you're right. Nate Lashley, better player than Tommy Fleetwood, according to Paul Easinger. <sighs> but that's really it. Like, Molinari, ninety. He had one really one like I think believe it was his last round was really good though.
1: I don't care. It was
2: like I mean, Ricky has one good round. He's an auto winner. If
1: Molinari, if I'm watching or something happens and it is happening and you see it, then maybe you could talk me into something live. I don't think I'll be near the top of the card. I I could maybe do something then, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't care. So
2: past. 36 rounds per my, like, key stat model on Fantasy National, who it spits out. Rory, Xander, Hideki, Scott, Stenson, Hovland, M. Morikawa, Neiman, Russell Knox, and then Terrell Atten. So maybe, maybe Rose, Stenson, Xander. It's not a bad card. 25, a 40, a 40, and a 55.
1: Rose, Stenson, you got winners. You're betting winners. Yeah, i been good
2: players. Well, and- <laughs> guys
1: that bring win equity to the table.
2: Like, I waste um, all my money on fee now, or I can just bet those guys.
1: This place gets spicy on Sunday. Hard, fast. People say, like, even a Masters green comp has well, is, is often been mentioned.
2: Well, I think that, because the greens are really big here, too, that I do think that lag putting somewhat comes into play. Like, that's like Bubba's bread and butter leg putting on fast greens. That's why I think that's why he remains like competitive here. Bryson also very good on that type
1: of game. I remember when Leishman won, you're like hitting a 56 footer on Sunday. Like the winner, like, like Molly did last, like you're just doing some fun, fun, fun. Basically how Hughes played last weekend. Yeah. Cause Hughes was, eight under. I think I remember we got off the golf course and we're eating lunch on Sunday and he was like the round of the day in the clubhouse minus whatever he was four to like get to minus one. I didn't see it carrying over the next day. Good for him. I could talk. I, I got. I,
2: I actually, I know you weren't. We, Rick and I ended up betting Hughes. Awesome. On oh. Saturday night. Smart. Well, it gave me a good, like, I didn't have to hedge. Dude, they, That dude, was nice.
1: There was a crew in that, I guess, had a late night in Gubbs' house that were betting Ben Ann live 200 to one. It's pretty good. On uh, Saturday night after a few drinks. And then you see in typical Ben Ann fashion, he's like 300 through three. And then I hard to make another one the rest of the day. He does that often, but. Great little week for Ben. I mean, uh, guys, six over comes in fifth place, fourth pa-
2: place. Past 36 rounds, putting on fast to lightning greens strokes gained. And I'll do the strokes gained by average per round. and see what we get spit out here. Best players in the field. Champ, number one. Patrick Rogers, number two. Ricky Fowler, number three. Jason Day, number four. Brennan Todd. Number five, the Todd father. Horschel, Hostler, Kisner, Gay, McDowell. Other guys like of notables inside the top 25 Fleetwood, Reed, Noren, Schwartzel, Rose, Wolf, and Bryson. Now, Wolf is only from four rounds of data, not 36.
1: Make anything on Sh- Charles?
2: He gained like 20 straight I know, right?
1: It. It's like hard pack. I,
2: I actually think that last week proves that if he can, I mean, he'll be in the Masters. He could be one of those guys because I think he came like second at the Masters, like three years ago. If the winning
1: score is minus six, seven, eight. No, not even that. It's just, if the
2: winning score is minus 13, Charles can just have one of those weeks where he, even the year that he won, he had the chip in, he had the 50-foot putts. Like, he gets so unbelievably scorching hot on the greens that he's, he'll be competitive at the Masters for a very long time. Like, he'll have miscut, miscut, third. He'll be one of those guys.
1: All right, so almost, yeah, hopefully he stays sleepy before and catch a huge number yeah. on each way or something it in with those extended each way placings. Yeah. Do they do some of that for the
2: players? I believe they do. It might only be top six, though. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And they usually cut it to one fifth instead of one fourth. But I'm okay with that if they give me eight places or something.
1: You mentioned the model talking well about Neiman. Is there anything there for you?
2: I think that there is. I don't necessarily know what it is. Like, he's really good with long irons. He's a really good driver of the ball. He sticks it close. Just he's been bad basically since he won. Right. He is one of those President's Cup guys, though. <laughs> Can't
1: overlook that. Long shots. You want to do him? Yeah. Me...
2: Unless there's anyone else below 100
1: you want to talk about. I'll give a quick. I don't. Nah. Not... Let me ask you. Max Homa not in... on Bermuda grass. track, What sort of track record is that?
2: I don't really know. I believe he played well here last year. Or he's played well on Bermuda in the past. He's just playing really well <gasps> right now. I know,
1: but Bermuda can be a great equalizer. Here's the thing. Well, I like Hama this
2: week. I see him at sixty six, and I see someone like Brennan Steele at ninety, coming off a really good week, a good ball striking week. He's played well at this course before. He has two elite finishes so far, just like Hama. Like I don't understand yeah. if if Max Hama doesn't host that podcast now with Shane Bacon, he's ninety to one. He's not sixty six to one.
1: I'd also probably rather bet Hovland at sixty than Max at sixty six if I'm betting there, or, or even answer or answer yeah. or Horschel or yep. Rafa. Yep. Like all, all good points. Good points. Long shots. Uh, I got a few here. I got a few too. Happy to talk about them.
2: Uh, I'm playing all these with the each way, obviously to the top five. I got Noren at 140. Yes,
1: it just seems really yes. low.
2: And if I talk about like a Tory Pines crossover a little bit, I mean he's played well at Tory Pines in the past. Would have
1: been him last week. He decided to not even show up for the Monday qualifier. Feels like he's too much of a big man. He missed the cut in Puerto Rico. That had to be a kick in the nuts. That's not great. So we'll see. Yeah, it's not great, but Noren, 140, I'm with you, Pat. Let's uh, get
2: it. I, I, you told me to, uh, I bet Matt Wallace for you at 175 yeah. to one. So I, what you put on as a bet, I just played half that as well as oh. part of the
1: same bet. So I'm, yeah. in,
2: I'm in on Wallace with you. I'll follow you on that. The other guys I wanted to give some looks but to.
1: Can I just say something about Wallace? Concerning par three scoring last week. Whatever. Yeah.
2: Par threes can be exceptionally random.
1: Yeah. He complained. He missed a cut on the number, was bitching about a lot of mud balls. Seems like a guy that complains a lot though. Speaking of par threes from 200
2: to 225 yards, do you know who the best player in the field over the past 36 rounds on holes of that length are?
1: This is going to be someone really random. It's not Harold Varner, is it? Lonto. Lonto rates out
2: really well for this course. And he's been putting like crap he's a pretty good putter. Rick's boy, Lonto. Yeah. Lonto's 140. 140. What about
1: Patrick Rogers? 140.
2: I'd rather Lonto. And I'd rather champ at 140. I think champ's live here. Where are we at? 140. Like those three guys at 140? Like five bucks each. Five on the win, five on the each way. Like, you're fine. You don't need to like go nuts with these guys.
1: Can I ask you about a couple more? You got a few to say.
2: No. You want to say Willett, I'm sure.
1: Well, um, Connor's first, and Will it on my page is right under him, so his name ca- does catch my eye. Well, there's
2: like three guys right in a row. Like Connor's 150, Matthew Wolf,
1: Wolf 160. What The fuck is that? Is it is that an auto bet? I actually didn't even notice that because it probably didn't even register that that would be around. Like, shouldn't he be at 80 to one? Just because 90 to one? Like, in what world do we
2: live in where Matthew Wolf is? More than double the odds of Max Homa. I get Homa's playing much better, but let's be real here. I mean, Wolf's been bad. Did play well at Farmers, though. His around the green game has been atrocious. But much like Champ, the driving is always there. And that's such an equalizer that it makes you live in a lot of these tournaments. Like, if, if all you're doing is driving the ball in the top fifth percentile of the field, which both those guys can do pretty consistently, and you start draining putts doesn't really matter what the rest of your game looks like. You can get away with that. They mm-hmm. might be better top 20 bets. Like a top 20 on Wolf right now, I think pays like, I don't know, nine to one or something. Like that might be the bet.
1: I heard a lot of people grumbling. They wanted to see Joel, Joel Damon play last week. Yeah. He
2: would have been good last week. No, he, not that, this week though. I think he might be. Actually, he rates out really well too. He's good on those long par threes, but it's such an accurate player off the tee. Like I feel like he would have been really good last week.
1: And Sam Burns, you were talking about last week. He was inside the top 10 going into the weekend. And then he was like seven (laughs) over eight
2: over. (laughs) Not good for old Sammy Burns. 225 to one. Um, Higgs is another one down here along with Burns. Like, I mean, the simulator, if the simulator likes Munoz that much, should should I be blindingly be playing like a top 20 on him? Because the only one I've actually bet in this bunch is Norin. But a lot of these guys are super intriguing to me. But I don't know if the outright is the way to approach it. Especially if you're not an international player or your name isn't Matt Every.
1: Matt Every. Where is he?
2: I think he's like 400 to 1. He has missed the cut here the past two years.
1: Okay. Okay. Double the odds of last week. He seemed incredibly popular. Got off to the fire start. Harris English.
2: This feels like less of a Harris English
1: course. Don't. What like, are the big differences between last week and this week? The dis- course, because they feels very similar. Distance,
2: man, like it's bom- way longer. It was way longer. Like bombers. I mean, I, we saw Fitzpatrick do really well, but it's just driving in general. Like Fitzpatrick has played the Masters really well. Like he can especially when the wind starts kicking up, Hatton's another one, Poulter's another one. Like, they can keep it below the fray. They can hit those fairways. When the conditions get ratcheted up a little bit, like, they're more alive. Like, Fitzpatrick comes in second at minus 10 last year. The year before, Rory wins at 18 under, Bryson 17 under. Like, he's in T27 that
1: year at the same thing. It did get, the, the, yeah, it did get crusty and fast. Yeah, Mullen
2: just made every putt. That was the difference, and no one else did. So I would lean like Connors. I find somewhat interesting here because he's not long off the tee, but he's a good driver. Molinari isn't long off the tee, but he's a good driver. Or he was a good driver. Like they're just going to hit an abundance of fairways. They're not going to make too many like bad misses, but Connors was like Connors lost more than 0.5 strokes on approach last week. He lost like three in two rounds. Water will do that to you for the first time in 16 starts,
1: which is nuts. I think he wins Valspar. I'll bet him. Oh, I'd like to get a fair number. Maybe we'll get a forty. Anyway, I don't know. But like, aren't him and Kokrak like the fourth and sixth best players in that field? Brooks is playing. Okay, Brooks and, and Casey. I
2: believe Tommy's playing too. Okay, Brooks, Casey, Reed. Im will probably play because he plays every week. Speed will play, won't he? Also, I'm curious to see what number you get on Speeth at Valspar. I wonder if it's like fifty.
1: What do you think? What number do you think you get on speed next week? For
2: someone who has like a bad track record at the players, as well, you might see like an eighty on speed next week, maybe more. Maybe he's a hundred to one. Would you bet him at hundred to one?
1: I don't maybe, maybe. Right. I just, don't know the players though. For speed. Yeah, it's bad fit for him. Quick picks: four, the Arnold
2: Palmer Invitational. I am going with Xander at 25. Rose, I've talked myself into Stenson it well, as well, both at 40. Hatton at 55. The Bombs, I'm going with Noren at 140. I tailed you on Wallace at 175. And I think I'm going to bet Lonto at 140 as well. I'm going to think about top 20s and top 10s on some of those other long shot guys that I mentioned. But there's just not enough win equity from down there for some of those guys. Maybe even the Lonto bet is a top 10 bet, not an outright bet. I think that's 18 to 1. Like, that's fine. Okay. It has a better chance, put it this way. Better chance of hitting than the 160 out,
1: right? Ricky answer Hatton are the bets I've made. Noren and Wallace, I've also bet. You're not gonna get it on Xander? I'm still thinking. I because I Xander like had, I'm not betting Kentucky. If he wins, at this point, it's just got to be without me, right? Unless it's a really big field and we're catching a nice number, like when everyone's there. Uh, I could still talk myself into Tommy or Bryson, but I doubt it. Leishman. So I'm going to say that. No, I'm going to be very clear because that was a ramble. Fowler, answer Hatton have been bet. Leishman, I will bet, and I'm going to probably pick one of Bryson or Tommy.
2: Okay. One and done very quickly. Cust has Leishman. You're up because you had Woodland last week and I had Lowry, not M. So Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Fleetwood. And I believe I've used Xander. So I will go with Stenson. Probably a bad spot to burn Stenson. But here we are.
1: It'll do it yeah. on the Pat Mayo experience. I hate the not elite wood, just like have gasoline thrown on the fire.
2: Yeah, it's all just setting up for a big win for old Tommy. Maybe it's the Masters. Who knows? Anyway, Jeff Feinberg, you can follow him on Twitter at GFeinberg17. Follow me at the PME, Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter box. Other than that, get into the draws, play in the Pat Mayo Experience open, at FantasyNational.com slash PME gets you 20% off. Highly recommended. Good luck this week at Bay Hill. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Mayo
1: Experience! Experience!